You're now inside the play call with Orange Arrow, and I'm your host, Sean Robinson. Today's episode is being recorded in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, home of Heinz Ketchup. Speaking of Heinz, our special guest today has spent a significant time in Heinz Field, one of our standout former interns with Orange Arrow. But first, who you with? Yeah, yeah. Who you with? Hey, who you with? Hey, who you with? Hey, who you with? Who you with? Where you at? Hey, my guy, Ra Ra, Raphael. What are we listening to, man? That kill, man. That kill? That's a little soul for you. My guy. Raphael, I asked him what kind of mood he's in. And he said, uh, you, what'd you say? I was in that, in that love mood. That, that love mood? Yeah. That love mood? I'm not mad at that. Rob, Rob, welcome to the podcast, bro. What's up, Sean? Thanks for having me. Question. What's the correct pronunciation of your full name? Raphael Arujo Lopes. Raphael Arujo Lopes. Yes. What is some of the most common mispronunciation of your name? Arejo. <laughs> Lopez. Lopez is the most common. Lopez. Okay. Um, Arango. <laughs> Arusso. Now, do you get offended by it? You just kind of laugh or it just comes with the territory? I don't, I don't get offended by the when people mess up Arujo. Mm-hmm. I do get offended when people mess up Lopes. Okay. people look at it and assume it's a Z. It's not a Z. Right. <laughs> I don't know where the Lopez will come from, but it's all good. That's cool. That's cool. What, uh, where are you from, boss? So I'm originally from Orlando area, Kissimmee, Florida. Yeah. And Known for what? Shoot. Disney World, right? Nah. What do you mean? Uh, I guess what do you mean? Right. That's yeah. Yeah. Who else knows? What do you else know Orlando for? Maybe, guess, maybe the magic. I guess maybe because you guys, well, people are not from Kissimmee, Orlando. So right, I, that's not the first thing that comes. To Seriously, now growing up, did you go to Disney World often, or or, or does uh, it get kind of played out? Played out, it does. Yeah, it gets played out for sure. Yeah. Now, do y'all get tired of all the people coming in and traveling, all the tourists? Um, you kind of stay out the way. You get tired of the traffic. Mm. The traffic is the, is the bad thing. Uh, I would say mostly. What's your favorite Disney character? I don't have a favorite. What do you mean? Just because I'm from. From you know where Disney's at doesn't mean I'm gonna have a favorite Disney. Game. You have to have a favorite. I would say Disney I would say Disney movie. I would say Lion King. Lion King, but uh, not necessarily Disney character. Okay, fair enough. Now, have you been to Disney World? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Epcot. Uh, yep. All of it. All of them. All of them. All of them. You know, one time I went to Disney World and it was an at capacity Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know how many people have to be there for it to be at capacity? So we had to come back later to uh, to visit Magic Kingdom. Incredible. So, high school. So, Winter Park High School. Yep. I went there. It's actually not in Kissimmee, but I transferred going into high school to the area so I can go to the high school. Is that still Orlando? Uh, Yeah. It's like the greater Orlando area. Okay. Yeah. Sports? What sports you play? Uh, ran, uh, ran track, but my main sport is football. Um, what, what events did you run in track? When I was a freshman, I ran a 400. Uh, oh, that's a serious race. Yeah, I wasn't, you know, 
built for it. Right. So it was it was getting me right though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then 100 and 200, um, the rest of the years, and then four by one was really like what I was good at, like the first leg. First leg, I yeah, was long jump and triple jump. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. So I didn't you, excel in anything though. You didn't? No. What do you mean? Like I, I, I did them, but I didn't. <laughs> like I wasn't elite. <laughs> I wasn't elite. <laughs> but that Florida speed is a different type of speed, so yeah, it's probably yeah. all relative. Yeah, but sure. four by one, I came out of the blocks as well. I would have got you out the no, blocks, though. I promise you wouldn't. Have. What do you mean? Especially after you talk about you wasn't elite because I was no, no, elite. No, 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 no. I was elite. I, elite that. <laughs> I didn't lose out the block. I can promise you that. It would have been a problem, man. No. That would have been great. And so uh, so track, any other sports? Uh, track, football, that's all I played in high school. I mean, growing up, I played every sport. Yeah. When, when I got to high school, it's track and football. That was it. Football, what position? Uh, well, in high school, receiver. Running back, like athlete, ever. I mean, defense, kicking corner. You play corner? Defense? Yeah. Okay. Safety, um, pretty much everything. Kick return, punt return. High school number? Uh, three. Three? Three. What's the meaning behind three? There was no meaning. Uh, I just wanted a single digit number. Okay. Uh, that one, that's, that's the one that was available. That was the one that was available, so I went with it. Okay. So, so no, like, Allen Iverson or anything like that? No. Okay. No. Family, brothers, sisters, tell us uh, a little so more. So I have four brothers and one sister. Actually, shout out to my sister. She just committed to Clemson wow. for basketball. Oh, um, She's from Australia. That's great. And so, you know, I got to pause you there. One-on-one yeah. basketball. Who's winning? Uh, me. You you could beat her. I'm not losing to any <laughs> What position does she play? Uh, she plays point guard. Oh, she's a guard. Okay, so she's probably yeah, she, quick yeah, like she's you. She's nice. My money's on her. I haven't seen her play, but she'll probably be. Yeah, she probably would. And she's like an inch or two taller than me. Is she? (laughs) (laughs) So, so, cuz, so how tall are you for those who don't? Uh, About five, eight, and three quarters. Okay. So I'm scratching five, nine on a good day. All right. Excellent. And so, going back to your 400, usually that's a long person's race. Yeah. Six, one, six, two, or, or even taller. Yeah. Or guys that. I uh, got skinny ankles. My ankles are not that. Got you. <laughs> skinny, <laughs> skinny ankles. I've heard that one before. Skinny ankles are supposed to be guys in the class. Yeah. Well, shout out to your your sister, Clemson. Any other siblings? Uh, yes. Um, I got Ezekiel, Nathan, Gabriel, and Idris. Okay. And that was kind of the chronological. Order. Where do you fall? I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. Yes. You're the oldest. Talk to us about being a big brother. I'm also the oldest of a four. You know, you have the responsibility where, like, they're always watching you, you know, and so your every move is critical. And you kind of set the example and you paved the path. Uh, so, like, you know, everything in regards to going to college, doing my schoolwork, what I'm doing, like, off the field, how I treat people, you know, my relationship, you know, everything my brothers are always watching. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I think that's that's very important in being an older brother, knowing that they're watching your every move. How do you feel about that responsibility or the challenge? You welcome it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm totally up for it, you know, and I and I'm I'm glad that I I can be that, you know, for them. Um, that I want to set the example for them. So great. Let's talk about after high school. Talk to us about that journey. Yeah. So you know, in football, you know, guys are trying to get recruited. So I didn't get recruited out of high school. 
uh, other than like some D3s and NIAs. I wanted to play Division One football. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go to California and go to a community college called Reedley College. Now, what part of California? Central California, the Valley, okay. what, they, what they called it. And uh, it's like where all the agriculture is that is done. Um, the main part of the agriculture in California. Pretty dry. It's hot. Not that much there. It's not like L.A. when you think about California. Uh, so, yeah. How did you find California, from Florida to California? How did you hear about this school? So my coach in high school actually went to the community college. Mm-hmm. And so there, that's where that connection was. I didn't have anywhere to go. And he was like, you know, I still know some of the people at my community college and got connected through there and just kind of went blind. I never seen. I never took a visit. You know, I just kind of went blind. Leap of faith. Leap so. of faith. Yeah. Leap of faith. Talk to us about your experience there. Uh, it was hard. It was hard, you know, emotionally, mentally. You know, for one, it was my first time away from home. And that's like a pretty far distance, you know, over 2,000 miles of being away from home. And I didn't really have money. Uh, so just trying to make things work. And especially in community college, out of state, uh, with kind of no money, you know, those days I was like hungry. Um, it was, it was, some days were tough, but, uh, I could say that I met some guys there that I, I would have everlasting relationships. I mean, that are still my friends to this day, um, four or five years later. And so, you know, those guys that I met and, you know, there was other guys from Florida. It was, it was truly like a tremendous experience. And I, and I got to learn a lot about myself and, you know, about how to interact with people and, and about life. What's some of the things you learned? Uh, I would say, you know, how to, how to handle adversity and how to handle being uncomfortable. You know, that was something, oh, and, and how to be patient, but I'll talk about being uncomfortable. You know, I think a lot of times we rather just be in comfortable situations, but when you're uncomfortable, that's where you kind of get growth. And when I went to California, I was so uncomfortable, but I had to like, take the next step if I wanted to move forward, if I wanted to get those dreams, you know, playing in division one or even getting an education. And so I had to embrace being uncomfortable. And, uh, you know, I think that was, that's a really important, you know, aspect in life. And that's something that I learned there and just being patient too. I struggled with being patient from when I was young, um, you know, young student athlete and, and we have them just be patient and waiting for a school or being patient and just waiting for things to happen. And, um, but, you know, I feel like I've grown in that experience. Great. Growth is important. Yeah, for sure. So take us back to the, you said, talk a little about the student part. Talk to us about the athlete part during this stage. Uh, you know, we're in community college. Yes. Uh, so, you know, you get a lot of guys that, you know, everyone has, you know, a different reason of why they're there. Um. And we got guys coming from all over the United States, you know, maybe some for grades, you know, some just didn't get recruited like me, some for an injury, but uh, it's, it's competition. You know, everyone is there trying to, to, to go on somewhere else, you know, community college is only for two years. And so it's, it's really, it's a grind. It's a grind. And, um, you know, you have to be really committed as an athlete really dedicated to your craft and, and, and working. And, and there's not, you know, people there like, come on, Raphael, like, 
we got to do this. It's got to be kind of you on your own. So uh, I would I would say, um, you know, that part of being committed to your craft and, and really working on it, uh, something that was um, kind of challenging that I had to learn how to really focus in on. And you played receiver there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played. So once I got to community college, I was like full-blown wide receiver, uh, kick return. And, uh, you know, it ended up working out. I, I did well. Yeah. Um, what does that mean? How did you perform? Uh, I led the state, led the state in yards, uh, touchdowns. This your first or second year there? This is my first year. I only oh. spent one year there. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was one and done. <laughs> one and done. <laughs> one, and done. <laughs> one, one and done. I was a uh, Juke All-American. Um, I mean, really things worked out really well. I, uh, I had like 74 catches. It, it, it was it was really an awesome experience. I did well. That's great. That's great. Yeah, you have to. I can see you have to be dedicated because I can see how you know maybe things not going the way that you had hope or planned for, and you had to take a little alternate route, and you have to be really self motivated because you probably don't have the the glisten and glamour, and you know as you mentioned, there's not a academic advisors. There's not ten of them or. Uh, assistant coaches following up with you and you have to really be self-motivated. So I do applaud you for getting through that stage. So all American after your first year, then what? Well, so the original plan was <clears throat> to go there, ball out, get offered, leave by December. Mm -hmm. So I balled out, did everything I felt I had to do, no offer. So I had to make a decision, go out go back out there in January. Um, and, and cure more loans in hopes of getting an offer and you know month after month went by of january february march okay no offer you know what's the next step you know i kind of took a risk to come out here so i was kind of preparing to walk on i didn't really want to spend another year in junior college because uh, i was already a qualifier and what does that mean so being a qualifier means that you have all your academic um standings like on course like from high school. So I was like a quality. A lot of guys that, that go to community college don't, um, you know, maybe pass a certain test in, in high school or don't have a certain amount of grades. So I was actually already a qualifier from my academic standing from high school. So I just was there to get recruited. And so I wasn't getting recruited. So I, it was started getting in panic mode a little bit. And, you know, and then I had to still like pay off my school because if I wanted to leave, you know, I, I didn't have things paid off. So it was a kind of a stressful time that that next, you know, five, six, five months I was there. And then at the end of the semester, April, like 20, 24th, I got offered by Pitt. And how about that? Yeah. Out of Pitt. Yeah. Out of Pitt. And, uh, and I took my visit and I mean, committed. That was my only, was my only offer. It sounds like you got this one and done <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah, for sure. One year community college, one offer, one and done, one and done. That's great. So, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Tell us about that transition to Pitt. It's, it's colder. I know you yeah, said well, that it's was, hot that in was, Florida. It's hot in California. You cannot use that same description when it comes yeah, to Pittsburgh. That was that was the biggest thing. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of obvious, but it, it truly was. You know, I was used to playing in the heat, um, and just. I actually never thought my body would be able to handle the cold and be able to perform in the cold. I always thought that being from Florida. And uh, so that was the biggest transition. Even like uh, 
taking snow off of my windshield, <laughs> taking the ice off, driving. Now, uh, now, was this the first time you actually witnessed snow in person? No, so it okay. wasn't. It wasn't the first time I witnessed snow, but it was the first time I I lived. Right. You know, lived the snow life. So. Uh, was it a shock? Uh, uh, I wouldn't say shock. It's more an adjustment. It was more of an adjustment, and I got tired of it quick. <laughs> Could imagine. So, where are you majoring in Pitt? So I'm actually getting my master's now, but when I did my undergrad, which I graduated from in December, uh, was in public service uh, in a concentration in nonprofit management. And so now I'm actually getting my master's in the Gispia at the university. And that is, I'm getting my master's in public administration. Okay, great. So let's take it back to nonprofit management. I believe you... You had an internship, right? Yeah, you mentioned yeah, it yeah, earlier. Yeah. yeah, so you uh, you were one of our standout interns with uh, here at Orange Arrow. So talk to us about how did you hear about away? Well, so I actually volunteered for Orange Arrow. I think it was about two, maybe even three years ago at Stow Rocks Boys and Girls. At the Club. Boys and Girls Club, yes. And uh, I had a pretty cool experience there. That's when I learned that I actually don't know how to tie tie myself. <laughs> But I was supposed to teach you how to tie tie. Um, and so that was the first time I kind of uh, crossed paths with you. Um, I never had met you or seen you before. And so from that day on, I, your face was, uh, you know, I was able to recognize your face. And so I actually would walk by you a lot in front of Paws Bar. And so we would, yeah, always, we, we, right. we, we would always cross paths and be like, oh, what's up, what's up? You know, and so we were like, yeah, we got to sit down, we got to sit down. Right. Never did it. So it happened about three times. Finally, we're like, all right, listen, 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 down and talk. And, you know, actually, when we sat down, we kind of, you were looking for an intern, and I was looking for an internship. Really right. It was, it was hey. fate. Yeah, yeah, right. So uh, that's kind of how, that was the beginning of uh, me kind of getting involved in Orange Arrow. Yeah, so you were on board as a program intern. Talk about your experience as an intern with uh, with us. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was awesome. You know, I, I got to learn. I got to learn a lot about myself, you know, on top of, you know, kind of the pouring into the, to the, to the young student athletes and being able to, you know, spare them knowledge of my experiences, but just really me learning more about myself and the way, you know, the way I communicate, maybe even different leadership qualities. I, I feel like I learned, I got a lot of, out of it myself, you know, and, um, you know, obviously you're a tremendous leader yourself and, and, you know, you, you, you know, you provide great mentorship for me. Uh, so I, my experience was was awesome, and um, even with the other interns, it seems like you know you don't just you know hire anybody. You know, I feel like there's a good a good family in Orange Arrow, so it, it was a great experience. It is. Uh, we are a family here. Yeah, OA family uh, legacy. What's some of your fondest memory being around Orange Arrow? So you you interned with us. You came back. You're a head coach. You're coaching. You're volunteering with us. What's some of your well, well, I would say in general, being, you know, an overtime program, being with the, the, the youth and, and you see like one of one of their light bulbs go off. Right. You know, when something clicks that 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 feeling is like that's it's awesome. Um, but, you know, in particular, the first signing day that I was a part of was a great experience, you know, where all the kids, all the parents came to all the coaches. And actually, you kind of gave me some uh you gave me a role and to kind of speak. Yes, I and remember that. That was kind of you know the first time I did that, um, 
And so that was a great experience for me as well and, and kind of leading it with uh, Justin Moody. Yeah, shout out to Moody. Yeah, yeah. But, um, that was, I would definitely say those uh, experiences. Now, has being part of Orange Arrow, has that helped you in in school or or in um, in your in sports here at football? Yeah, you know, here after? well, you know, I would say well, in regards to school and being organized. Okay. you know, like when we used to prepare for the you know the programs having having all the materials, knowing actually also communicating with the parents. I feel that me being able to communicate and be able to speak on a professional level. So there's one thing to, for me to talk to my friends and talk to my boys, but, you know, knowing like when I'm speaking to parents, right. you know, you got to be professional. You also got to be informed. And so that, that puts the pressure on me so that when I'm in any kind of setting, I have to be informed. And so I would say that that kind of definitely helped me in, in my professional um, my professional world. Uh, yeah. And so why is Orange Arrow important? Why is our mission of coaching young student athletes to aim for success off the field? Well, the age group that Orange Arrow works with is a very critical time of development. Um, and with that age group, you know, so many kids are you know, playing sports, but are they being exposed, you know, to, to different things that are that are critical in the in the growth? You know, just for example, like being able to publicly speak. Right. And so Orange Arrow provides, you know, exposure to, to certain things that that, you know, they might not have exposure to you know, just playing sports or, you know, maybe the parents don't have time. And so I think, you know, Orange Arrow provides, uh, you know, that opportunity and to learn and uh, to even have, uh, what I want to say, like influencers positive influences right. in their life. And so I hear you speaking to the importance with the younger student athletes, the kids we work with. Can you speak to the importance of the college age student athletes? So if you had a chance to speak to uh, a peer, what would you tell about Orange Arrow? Well, I would, I think there's two parts of it. I think there's the part where the thing, the things that you get to do and then the things that you get working with Orange Arrow. So, when you work with Orange Arrow, you get to pour in, you know, you get to pour into the youth. I mean, I, when I was younger, I didn't have this opportunity to, to be in a program like this. I would have loved to, to be poured into about different things like this, you know. And so I think that you get that opportunity to pour in based off of your experiences and what you learn and what you know in, in your life. And, and then what you get is, is, is the learning experience that I was kind of, of talking about earlier. You know, you learn how well you can communicate, you know, and, and, and how to communicate and when to communicate. And then you also learn uh, different things in regards to leadership and how to lead a room, you know, and, and certain kids also too. You, you learn how to, you know, to communicate a certain way to certain kids that maybe they'll understand, right. but, you know, you communicate that same way to another kid, he might not understand. So you learn how to communicate with different people. And so, I mean, you really grow you have an opportunity to grow and to pour into people and, and, and it's, it's worth it. You know, it, it was, it was worth it for me. Where do you see orange arrow going from here? What are your hopes? One of my hopes, my vision, you know, for orange arrow. I, I just, I can see like, I can see orange arrow uh, nationwide, you know, just like a community. You know, it's it's more than just a program organization. It's, it becomes a community, you know, where where you know college student athletes 
and 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 you know, ten to twelve, you know, young male, female student athletes are 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 connected, are intertwined, and 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 you know, just that community aspect I see, and and it just being so 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 just so in like how am I trying to put this? Like it's a big part of the connection between the universities and, and their community. Awesome. Awesome. Well, rah rah, 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 rah. That has that caught on? Has anybody else started saying that yet? Yeah. Oh, they have. Yes. Okay. Where did you start that? Who started? I I, I I'm gonna take credit for it. I'm pretty sure I did. Because I got it from the, the Rihanna. And no, you didn't so. start it. You didn't start it. No, I'm taking credit for it because you don't remember. I'm taking credit for it. Uh, okay. Rah, rah, rah. So we're looking forward to have the entire stadium at Heinz Field saying that this year. Rah, rah, rah. Really, really excited about your future, not just on the field, but more importantly, off the field. You're a bright young man. You have a great future ahead of you. And thank you for all that you've done for Orange Air. Appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside the Play Call. Make sure you stay connected. Our website, orangearrow.org. Twitter and Instagram, at orangearrowpa. And Facebook, orange.arrow. Until next time, who you with?